Let's get into the word of God this morning. There is few more things that I want to talk to you about the blessing of the Lord. And then I would be start teaching you about the good success that the Lord wants to bring into our life. Before we get into that, you know, subject, I want to finish what we've been learning uh, about the blessing of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to read from verse 3 to 6. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. We are learning how the Lord wants to bless our life. This particular passage is talking about how God has blessed you with all blessings. Sometimes Christian people, they don't believe that God has blessed us with all blessing. You're blessed spiritually, your spirit, soul, and body. You know, that's the point Paul is trying to, you know, talk here. He's trying to say how I am glorifying God. He's glorifying God. The verse 6 is talking about it. It says, to the praise of the glory of His grace. Here you see Paul is praising about one thing and that one thing is he's saying how God has blessed us with all blessing, each and every one of us. God will believe this. We are blessed by God in every area of our life. God has blessed you with all blessings. How many of you believe that this morning? Amen. I'm going to show you the proof that God has blessed you with all blessings. Sometimes when you read this passage, most probably Christian get, you know, don't have the perfect clarity about what the scripture is talking about. There are some scripture which always, you know, confuses people. That's why, you know, you have a preacher to explain you what this is talking about. You see, you know, when you read this passage, you see it's talking about heavenly places. Sometimes when it talks about heavenly places, people think you don't have anything on the earthly. It's not talking anything about the, you know, earthly blessing. It's not talking about earth, earthly places. It's only talking about heavenly places. That means, you know, it's not, you, you don't, there is no blessing in this world. It's only talking about heavenly blessings. Or sometimes people go wrong by thinking it's only talking about spiritual blessing. Spiritual blessing means, you know, Jesus came into this world. He has given forgiveness. Once when he forgives you, he gives you a salvation. And once when he gives you a salvation, you know, he gives you, you know, the eternal life. You are, you are, you are, you, are, you become the citizen of heaven. Many times people think, oh, you know, heavenly places and spiritual blessing is all about these things. It's not talking about any earthly blessings. That's why I want to, you know, show you this morning, God has blessed us with all blessings. You are blessed spiritually. You are blessed with heavenly places. You are blessed with spiritual blessing. You know, you are also blessed in the earthly life. That is why Jesus came to this earth. He came to this earth to give us life on the cross. He shed his blood for each and every one of us, excuse me, for every one of us. The reason for that is because Jesus wants us to be blessed in all the blessings that he wants to bring into our life. So why it is mentioned here, heavenly places, 
spiritual blessing. Verse 3 is talking about it. You see, it says, Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Why it is said here, you know, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Verse 4 is the answer for that. I want to read that for you. As it says, According as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world. Now that word is very important. To make us understand that you and I have all the blessings of the Lord into our life, God is trying to say to us why it is mentioned as heavenly places or spiritual places or you are blessed in heavenly places with all spiritual blessings. Because you got to understand here, it says, before the earth came into formation, all the blessings were in heavenly places, all the blessings were in the you know, spiritual realm. Earth is not formed, man is not created. You're getting what I'm saying this morning, you got to understand it, and that's the way how it says here. It says God has blessed us with all this spiritual blessing, with in heavenly places why was all the blessing was in heavenly places why what why was it is in the spiritual realm because you see before the foundation of the world all of these blessings were in the heavenly places and in the spiritual realm because there's no earth there is no human to give this blessing and that is why the word of God says in verse 4, it says, according as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, a man before ever he committed sin, a man before he ever he came into existence, the blessing of God was already there. You've got to understand about this. Blessing did not start just because you, you received Jesus into your life. Maybe that would be the door that has opened for you. Maybe that could be a point where the blessing door is open to your life. But don't think that blessing only began from that moment. No, the blessing was already there. That is why when God talks about blessing, he's trying to say, this blessing which I want to give to you it was already there before the foundation of the world. That is why, you know, God knew that when man is created, when, when he creates create man, you know, man by his free will, he would sin and for all of that, you know, redemption, God the Father already decided to send his only son into this world. This was all, you know, predetermined before the world could ever be formed. That is why I'm trying to show you this morning that you got to believe that your life is blessed with all God's blessing. Don't ignore any blessing. Do not backslide your life from the blessing that God wants you to inherit. That is what I'm going to show you this morning because you got to start believing when, when did this blessing started? This blessing started for me before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world, before ever a man was created. God says, I've chosen you. Before you were formed in the womb of your mother, God says, I've chosen you already. And why did God chosen you? Why God has chosen us? The Bible says, for the blessing that God wants to bring into our life. Blessing of the Lord was given to each and every one of us before you were ever formed in the mother of your womb, or before, you know, ever you have landed in this world, the word of God says, God has blessed you before the foundation of the world. See, that's a very, you know, you know, perfect truth which many Christians ignore. God is trying to say, you are blessed with all spiritual blessing, 
you are blessed in the heavenly places, you have all the blessings to your life. This passage is talking about it. It says you are chosen for what? To be a blessing, to receive all the blessing. So you got to believe that this morning, I am chosen by God to be a blessing, to, to experience all the blessing that God has for my life. And when did this blessing started? This blessing started before the foundation of the world. I want to show you one more scripture. See, I'm going to show you a few scriptures this morning which will point out this particular word before the foundation of the world. You are chosen to have all the blessing. Why? Before the foundation of the world, before you would ever came into existence, God has chosen you to be a blessing. Don't believe any other thought that comes into your mind this morning. Don't believe any other word that anybody said about you. That is the, you know, promise God is giving you this morning. Do not believe the situation what talks to you. Do not believe the failure that is talking to you. Do not believe the challenges, the struggle that talks to you says that, you know, you are not worthy. You are not the right person to, you know, enjoy the blessing. Do not believe those things. Believe the word which says you are chosen before the foundation of the world to have all God's blessing into your life. Look, come with me to Titus chapter 1. Titus chapter 1 was... Titus, Titus chapter 1 uh, verse 3. Titus chapter 1 verse 3. But hath in due time manifested his word through preaching which is committed unto me according to the commandment of our God, our Savior. Look at what it says here. It says, but hath in the due time, that means before anything would ever come into existence, but God hath in the due time manifested his word through preaching which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Look at the second verse, you know, it says, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie, the God who never lies, he says, promise before the world began. Before he could ever begin the world, there was one promise to the man whom he, whom he has chosen, to each and everyone whom he has chosen in him. The Bible says, he has promised us also eternal life. God not only chosen us to have all God's blessing, He has also chosen us before the world could ever begin. That means before you were formed, before you could ever come into the existence of this world, before you could ever be saved and you be as a child of God, there's one thing that God has promised over our life and that one thing is God says, eternal life is promised to the one who is chosen to have all God's blessing in our life. It did not stop there, you see. God says you are chosen for all blessing. You are chosen for eternal life. When this happened, this did not happen just because you accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of, of your life, you know. That is good. You have accepted him. You receive salvation. You receive, you know, eternal life. But this plan of God about your salvation, about your eternal life, about your blessing, has been planned before the world could ever be formed. Before you could ever be formed. That is why God's blessing is very special. You're getting what I'm saying this morning? God's blessing is very special, and we are very special people in understanding that that blessing of God 
is upon my life. How many of you are glad to know that you are blessed with the blessing that God wants to bring into your life and this blessing has been prepared before the foundation of the world. Now look at what happens here in Hebrew chapter 4. Come with me to Hebrew chapter 4. I'm going to read the first four verses. Look at the caution that the author is trying to give here in verse 1. Let us therefore fear least the promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Look, at he's trying to give us a caution. He says, make sure that you do not backslide in entering into the blessing of God. This blessing of the Lord has been stored for you and me before the foundation of the world. Today you are chosen in God for you. The reason for us, the reason why we are chosen in God is to God make us understand that you are blessed with all God's blessing. You are chosen to know that there is a promise for you to enjoy eternal life. And now here the author is trying to give us a caution says, do not be careless to enter into that blessing. Do not be careless about understanding the blessing which was prepared for you before the foundation of the world. He did not stop there. Look at what happens in the next verse. He says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed to enter into rest, as he said, as I have sown in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished, look at that word again, you see the foundation of the world. Look at it, it says, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. In Ephesians we saw, you are chosen before the foundation of the world, to have all God's blessing. Titus 1, 2 talks about saying, you are chosen to have, not only to have all blessing, you also have the promise of eternal life. And here, Hebrew, the author is trying to say, in verse 3 says, you are chosen not only to have all the blessing, you are not only chosen to have the promise of eternal life, you are also chosen to understand that all the work about the blessing of your life is already completed. Look at here, it says, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, the work for your life blessing is completed by God. Today, I got to believe that. He's not just going to prepare tomorrow what you need. He's not going to prepare tomorrow say, Lord, God is not going to say my child is in need. All right, come on, let's prepare a blessing. No, he has, he has already prepared your tomorrow's blessing. How many of you believe that this morning? I believe it. I strongly believe, you know, every day of my blessing is being prepared by God. And when God says that, he says, I have prepared all the blessing for your life before the foundation of the world. That is why God has chosen me. That is why God is giving eternal life to me. And that is why God is also emphasizing the work for all of my blessing is completed. You see the problem of the people of Israel, God wanted to deliver them from the bondage. The place where they were living, the land of Egypt, is a place where you can, you know, picture to a sinful life. They were living their sinful life there. Everything was decreasing. They had a very low esteem about themselves. Never thought big in their life. They never expected big things in life. Because sin will always keep you as a slave. It will not help you to think like a, you know, a man who lives in freedom. You long for freedom, but they don't enjoy freedom. You see, people of Israel were longing for freedom. They were not able to experience that freedom, but God decided to bring that freedom for their life. 
For that God had to send Moses and when God sent Moses, what was the gospel preached to them? The gospel that was preached to them, this God said, I want to take you out from this bondage. I want to take you out from this curse. I want to take you out from this darkful, you know, condition. And I want to take my people to a land where milk and honey will overflow. The land will be spacious for my people to live. The land will produce, you know, plenty of, you know, harvest. I want to take my people to that place. That place is called Canaan. That is the gospel which was preached for people of Israel. That blessing was preached to them. But you see what happened. God is saying, I have already prepared that blessing for my people of Israel before the foundation of the world. But what happened? They were not able to believe it. They were not able to understand it. They disobeyed God. You know, they murmured against God. You see what happened, the result of their unbelief. You see, the first generation of people, they were not able to enter into that canon, the promised land. They failed, they, they perished, they spoiled their life in that wilderness. That is why the author is trying to say, do not fall short, be careful. Do not be careless about, you know, enjoying, experiencing the blessing of the Lord which was not prepared just now, which is prepared before the foundation of the world. He says, and the work of that blessing is completed. You know, knowing that the work of that blessing is completed, you see, people of Israel deliberately rejected their life to enter into that rest. Still today, many Christians are deliberately rejecting their life to enter into that rest of God's blessing. They bring their unbelief. They keep murmuring against God. They keep complaining things in their life. No matter what the challenge is, no matter what the problem is, you got to always know God has already prepared the answer for your problem. It's not just going to prepare, you know, once when you're stuck up in some problem. No, the answer for your struggle, the answer for your problem is already been prepared. How many of you believe that this morning? It's already ready. That is what God says. God said, I have already prepared a land of Canaan. Moses was a pastor, was a preacher, talking to the people of Israel. God has a spacious land. God has a land where milk and honey will overflow, where you will have everything plenty. He was keep on telling people of Israel, do not backslide from this blessing. Do not disobey God. Your blessing has been prepared before the foundation of the world. But you see, they deliberately rejected this truth which was preached by the pastor called Moses. Today, there are many Christians who are rejecting their life from believing the blessing for, your, for our life which was being prepared by God before the foundation of the world, before you had ever formed in the womb of your mother. God says, I have already prepared your blessing. Today, you are chosen, you are in the church today, is to let you know that God has all blessings for your life, which was prepared before the foundation of the world. He has given you the promise of eternal life. He has given you an understanding. He has given you the truth for you to understand that the blessing for your life is already been finished by God. All just I have to do is I have to believe, I have to understand how is God trying to, you know, bring that blessing into my life. That is why God is trying to show you today, you got to believe. Don't believe anybody, anybody, anybody talking about your life. Don't believe what the situation is trying to say to you. 
Do not believe all that. That will change. All the statement that was given by somebody about you can be changed. Only when you start to believe that you are blessed by God with all the blessings for your life before the foundation of the world, before I was ever created, God has already blessed me. Go to your work with that approach. Do everything with that approach. Don't approach your life with what somebody said about you or what your situation, your challenges is trying to talk to you. Ignore all of that. Start to believe what the Word of God says. The Word of God says you are blessed before the foundation of the world. How many of you believe that this morning? You are blessed in God before the foundation of the world. It did not stop there. Come with me to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. You see how beautifully God has prepared all the blessings for our life before the foundation of the world. That is what I'm trying to show you this morning. Before the foundation of the world. Now look at verse 19 and 20. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamp without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. That word is very important, foreordained. He didn't, he, Jesus was not ordained. After man, you know, committed sin, God had no other way. So God, you know, decided to send his only son. No, 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 no. These things are planned, these things are foreordained before the foundation of the world. Look at verse 20, it says, For verily, uh, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. What was foreordained? Jesus has to die on the cross of Calvary, shed his blood. He has to become the sacrifice for all of humanity's sin. This was not planned just 2,000 years back. God did not decide, all right, there's no other way. People are sacrificing so many animals, I'm not satisfied with that. I want to stop the sacrifice of animals, I want to sacrifice my son. I'm deciding to send my son. No, he did not decide like that. The Bible gives us a very clear picture. He foreordained before the foundation of the world, before a man could ever sin, before a sin could ever be committed through a man. The first man called Adam, the first family called Adam and Eve, before they could ever commit sin, God has foreordained to sacrifice his son he knew that humanity will, you know, f you know, fall in sin. God knew everything, my friend. Knowing everything, God foreordained to send his only son to give his life, to shed his blood, and to become our sacrifice so that you and I can come into the blessing of the Lord which was prepared for you and me not today, not the day when you got saved, but it says before the foundation of the world. That is why he has chosen you. That is why he has given you eternal life. That is why he's letting you know that all the works for the blessing is completed. That is why he's letting you know that he was foreordained to bring the blessing of the Lord into your life, which was, you know, prepared before the foundation of the world. Think about the God who plans to bring his blessing into your life. He's not just planning immediately. He's not just planning out of, you know, no, I don't have time, I'm doing things in Haribari. No, 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 he was not planning blessing in a Haribari, you know, you know, situation. No, your blessing for your life is planned before the foundation of the world. That is why God's blessing is very special, my friend. You got to treat that blessing of the Lord into your life very in a very special way. The Bible clearly says, you are chosen for blessing 
You were chosen to have the promise of eternal life. You were chosen to understand that the work for your blessing, for your life, has been completed, has been finished before the foundation of the world. God, our Father, has foreordained a son to bring his blessing, to give, to release us from our sin, to bring us out from our curse. He foreordained his son to give us life, shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. All these wonderful things were foreordained, you know, were, you know, which has been planned before the foundation of the world. Now look with me in Isaiah chapter 64. Look at what it says here. Isaiah chapter 64, I want to read a few verses. First four verses I want to read for you. It says, Oh, that thou would render the heavens, that thou would come down, that the mountains might flow down at thy presence. Flow down at thy presence. As when the melting fire burneth, the fire casteth the water to boil, to make thy name known to thy adversaries, that the, nation, that the nations may tremble at thy presence. When thou did tremble, terrible, when thou did terrible things, which we look not for, thou came down, the mountains flowed down at thy presence. For since the beginning of the world, look at again that word. All the scripture that I'm showing you today is pointing out to one particular word. It's talking about before the foundation of the world. Look at the speciality of God's blessing. Uniqueness of God's blessing. It's not just planned today. It was planned even before God created the world. Even before God created man in his image. God has planned about the blessing that he wants to bring upon our life. The Bible says it was planned before the foundation of the world. It says, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the years, neither has their eyes seen. O God, besides thee, what he has prepared for him that waiteth for him. Nobody could ever understand. Nobody could ever see. Nobody has ever heard. Nobody has ever seen. The blessing of the Lord has been prepared in the beginning of the world or before the foundation of the world. What a beautiful God. So don't just, you know, keep talking low about yourself. Don't say, I, my, my background is a very poor background. I am a very poor person. I am not worthy to do this. I've, I am not, you know, skillful. God says, stop all these things. Know what God has done for you. Think about the blessing that God wants to bring into your life, which was planned before the foundation of the world. For that, God has chosen you. God is giving you eternal life. God is letting you know that the work of the blessing of the Lord is completed for you. He has foreordained His Son to, you know, give us life for you. Why? For you to understand that God wants to bless your life with all blessing and all that blessing which God, has, which God wants to bring into your life is not planned today. It was planned before the foundation of the world. That's why the Word of God says, no eyes have seen it. Nobody has heard it. You got to believe that this morning, my friend. God says, only He knows it. Only He knows it. He is the one is trying to let you know this morning, make you believe, make you think about a God who was planning about your blessing, not just when you are being formed in your mother's womb. But God says, I have started planning your blessing before the foundation of the world. That is why you must be always careful to enter into that rest. Enter into this truth about God's blessing which He wants to bring into your life. Do not be careless. Do not be 
you know, a person who ignores us, reject the blessing of the Lord into your life. For that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. He became the Lord of our life. Now imagine, you know, just let me give you an example for you to understand how precious is the thought of God about the blessing He wants to bring into your life which He planned before the foundation of the world. Now imagine, you know, how is a family created or formed? Just think with me, you know, how is a family formed? You see, when a young man is attaining his age to get married, or when a young woman is attaining her age to get married, they start to have thinking about marriage, right? I believe that is how you got married, right? You cannot see, you, you, I believe you won't say, I was simply sitting there. My father or my mother, they, they, you know, looked for me a girl. Then what to do? There was no other go, I got married. No, we are not like that. When you attain that age, you automatically have that thought coming into your mind. You think about your life, you think about your life partner and you pray about it. You know, you get that thought, right? Am I right or wrong? You look like as if you, you know, don't know anything about marriage. You know, you never had this kind of thoughts. You know, we are all traveling on the same path, okay? So, I believe you would have had a thought. Now, today many are thinking, why did I got married to this man? It would have better if I have not married him. <laughs> today you are getting that thought, you know, but when you have that thought, you got to understand there was a thought about your marriage. That itself is a proof that you already had a thought about your marriage. You know, when, when you were in the age of attaining uh, you know, to get married, you had the thought. Now look at when a young man, when he's at the age to get married, when he thinks about his marriage and he's planning for his marriage, he's planning for his life. And now by the will of God, when they get married and when they start to live their life as husband and wife. Now what happens? Slowly there's another thought coming into them, you know. They desire to have a child, right? It, all these thoughts are an automatic, you know, thought process that comes in your, you know, marriage life. Am I right or wrong? Right? These are normal thought which will come to a married couple. If you don't have a thought of getting a child or preparing to, you know, receive a child from the Lord, you will have a lot of people coming to you and asking you, is there any good news? You know, once you get married, the people, you know, you, sometime you have trouble before you getting married. You know, they, everybody comes and asks you, when are you going to get married? That will be one trouble. Once you get married, after getting married, you will have another trouble. They will ask you, is there any good news? You know, even if you don't think about it, even if you don't think about marriage, you have someone to, you know, remind you about, you know, about your marriage. Even if you don't think about having a child after getting into family relationship as husband and wife, you have somebody in your family to remind you, it's time, you got to, you know, have a child, you know, is there any good news? And then after having a child as a parent, you start to think about doing good things to your child, preparing, you know, saving for your child, investing for your child, looking good things for your child. You know, these are normal things a man when he gets married, a woman when she gets married and when they become husband and wife, when they have a child, these are normal thinking that comes to a, you know, man and a woman when they come into a relationship of family or a marriage. You see, so many people are planning so many good things. Some people are well, well advanced in thinking about their marriage well advanced in thinking about their children, you know, doing things for their children, they're well advanced. When you go to some western countries, you know, you see before a child could ever come into their family, before an addition could come into their family, 
they prepare everything for that child they prepare an investment they prepare the place they prepare to get all the toys and things for the child the child has yet child has not yet come but before the child could ever arrive into that family for that couple you see that couple are preparing and getting so many things for the child which is going to come in the future just think with me you know with this little with this you know finite knowledge with this little knowledge if you could you know think about the blessing or if you could plan about your family plan about you know things for your children and for your generation how much our heavenly father when he wants to bring us into this world you getting what i'm saying when how many of you believe that god is the one who brought you into this world amen how many of you believe that yet so many people don't believe it's surprising you you, you got to get that clarity god is the one who brought you into this world you know of course uh, yes used your parent you know you got conceived in your mother's womb and you came out into this world but it was god's plan god is the one who brought you into this world now when god you know wants to bring you and me into this world when you want to bring a child into this world you know as a father and mother you know when you bring a child into this world you see how much you plan for your children you plan so much you know some some couples are well advanced in planning so many things but let me tell you this morning today god is more and more well well advanced in planning all the blessing for each and every one of us that is why you got to believe that god has blessed you with all the blessing for that he has chosen you he has given you his eternal life he has given you you know he has foreordained his son to be sacrificed for you and me look at how god prepared the blessing for you and me he prepared it before the foundation of the world and when you came into this world he's trying to say i've chosen you for that blessing and when you accepted jesus christ as the lord of your life he's giving you the eternal life and all these things are not happening just at the time when you receive jesus as the lord of your life god says it has been all planned before that is why the blessing of the lord is very precious my friend that is why i'm challenging you today do not believe any other statement apart from the word of god which talks about the blessing about your life you are blessed with all blessing lift up your hands and say with me i am blessed with all god's blessing come on let's declare i am blessed with all god's blessing don't believe what people talk about you don't believe don't believe anybody who says any negative things about you who discourages you you know who says you are not worthy you are not you know you are useless don't believe all these things you got to believe i am blessed not today before the foundation of the world god has blessed me therefore i have every strength of god i have the wisdom of god i have the ability of god to work out that blessing in my life amen You see you know when God you know gave this blessing into the hands of Adam you see what happened Adam lost the blessing that God gave to him Adam and Eve they lost the blessing they gave the blessing into the hands of devil the authority was transferred into the hands of devil when Adam and Eve disobeyed God when they did not you know stuck to live their life with what god told them to do when they said no why can't we do in our own way why should we have to do in god's way that's a problem with christian people you know we got to stick our life we got to get stuck to our life in god's way not to do things in our ways 
I got to say, Lord, I want to get to do things in your ways, Lord, not doing things in my ways. And when you start to do in God's way, you will understand you are chosen for that blessing. God has given you as a promise. He has promised you his eternal life. He has worked out all the blessings for your life. No matter what your struggle, no matter what your problem, you will find the answer of God. You will have the deliverance of God. You will have the work of God, you know, working in, in your situation and your challenges. For that, the Bible says God has foreordained His only Son, Jesus, to give His life on the cross of Calvary. All these things are planned before the foundation of the world. But you see, Adam lost it. But God was not quiet because all these things were foreordained. God knew that, you know, Adam will lose the blessing. And when Adam loses his blessing, he has already planned to send his son. Now Jesus comes into this world and he pays the penalty for our sin. He takes all of our sin. He takes all of our curse upon him and he become cursed for us. So that no more I have to be a curse. No more I have to be called as a sinner. I can be called as the child of God. I am forgiven. I have the forgiveness of God. Now Jesus has made that wonderful way for me to experience God's forgiveness. Jesus has made that wonderful way for me to come out from my curse. I can live in blessing. I can live in the righteousness of God. I can have all of these God's blessings into my life. But you see, Adam lost it, but God was not quiet. He sent his son. He died on the cross, gave us life, got back all that, you know, Adam has lost. God was able to, you know, get back everything through his son. Whatever was in the hands of devil, now it was, you know, brought back, it was restored back in the hands of Jesus Christ. That is why today, you know, the importance of blessing that we have to understand the first Adam lost the blessing, but the second Adam restored all the blessing. That is why today we have a great confidence, one of the great confidence that every child of God can have in their life is you can never, ever lose the blessing of God. You know why? All of our, you know, spiritual blessing, all of our blessings in the heavenly places. Now it is not kept in you, but it is kept in Christ Jesus. It can be never lost. You don't have to have another Adam to come and restore all of your blessing because the second Adam is Christ Jesus who will never lose that blessing. No matter what happens, devil cannot take the blessing from the hands of Jesus Christ. You know, he has no authority, devil has no authority to steal or rob the blessing now which is in the hands of Jesus Christ. And that is why Ephesians, now come with me to Ephesians, look at what it says there, Ephesians, you know, 1, verse 3, look with me, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now where is that blessing? It says, it's in our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. That's the important, you know, importance of our blessing today is not in your hand, it's in the hands of Christ. Some people think if I cry, if I roll and do all these, you know, tricks and all these things, if I can beg God, if I can do this and that, I can get blessing. No, God says, all your blessing is in Christ Jesus. You want blessing, you take him as your Lord. You continue to believe him. You start to live in him. He will live in you. And when he lives in you and you live in him, the blessing is in him. You're getting what I'm saying? All of your blessing which God has prepared for you before the foundation of the world is never lost today. Why? Because it is in 
Christ Jesus. You, your blessing is in Christ Jesus. Today the question is, are you in Christ? If you are in Christ, the Bible says, all the spiritual blessing which is in the heavenly places is right now not in the hands of devil, it's in the hands of Jesus Christ. That is why blessing of the Lord can never be lost. You can never miss the blessing. You can never fail to enter into this rest. If you have Christ in you, and if you live in Christ, this Christ will help you to come into the blessing of the Lord. That is very important, my friend. So you got to believe I'm chosen. I have the eternal life. All my blessing is finished by God. It is now in Christ Jesus. He has foreordained before the foundation of the world to give his son. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for my sin, for my curse. I, for all of my punishment, he has paid the penalty. He has paid the price. Now every blessing of my life is in Christ, is well secured. Your salvation is in Christ. Your blessing is in Christ. Your peace is in Christ. Your joy is in Christ. Your health is in Christ. Your prosperity is in everything, every blessing. All God's blessing is now in Christ Jesus. If you are in Christ Jesus, if Christ is in you, if Christ lives in you, and if you live in Christ, let me tell you, you will never miss God's blessing. You're getting what I'm saying this morning? You will never miss, you will never miss God's, no matter what area you are, no matter what your position is, no matter what your child, the blessing of the Lord will never be missed in your life because Christ is in you and you are in Christ. I want to close this morning with another verse and we will continue to learn that next week. Psalm 66, come with me to Psalm 66. It's a many, it's a, maybe it's a many, uh, you know, many of our favorite scripture, but I want to point out uh, one thing here and I want to teach you about that next week. Uh, Psalm 66, uh, verse 12. Psalm 66, verse 12. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads, we went through fire and through water. You know, sometimes our life is like that. You go through waters, you go through fires, you allowed men to ride over our head. Sometimes some people say, Sometimes people say, Lord, look, these guys are talking about me. You allowed these, this person to, you know, ride over my head. It's talking about people of Israel, you know, they disobeyed God. When they disobeyed God, you see, they had to go through waters, they got to go through fires. But what's so special here is, you know, you see God, the next part of that verse says, but thou, but Lord, brought us out into a wealthy place. God is the one who can bring you out from waters. He is the one who can bring you out from fire. He is the one who can, you know, get out from the people who are riding over your head. God can bring you out, you know. And it says, but thou, Lord, but you brought me out to a wealthy place. Next week, I'm going to talk about what that wealthy place is. Where do you have that wealthy place? In whom you have that wealthy places? Let me tell you, your wealthy place is well secured in Christ Jesus. No matter how much water you have to go through, no matter how much fire you have to endure, no matter how many people ride over your head, your wealthy place in Christ Jesus is well secured. Why? Because all of our blessing for our life is being planned and pre prepared. Not today, it was prepared 
before the foundation of the world. So you got to believe every day as you do everything. I am blessed by the Lord. I have the blessing of the Lord. I know my blessing is being prepared before the foundation, before I was ever formed. God has chosen me. God has, you know, promised to give me eternal life. God has, you know, finished the work for all of my blessing. He has foreordained to send his son. All these things happened before the foundation of the world. Therefore, God will definitely take me to that wealthy place. How many of you believe that this morning? God has prepared good wealthy places for you. God has prepared good success for you in this year. And I pray and I bless each and every one of you that God will take you to that wealthy place and make you experience all of his blessing in any place and in every position that you come across, in every challenges that you come across. You will have a testimony, you will have a word to say, but my God, my God who has prepared my blessing before the foundation of the world is able to bring me to a wealthy place. Amen? How many of you believe that this year God will lead you to so many wealthy places, so many, you know, good position, so many good achievements, so many good successes, you know, will come into our life. Amen? Shall we stand? Let us pray. Let's lift our hands and give God glory this morning. Father, we thank you for speaking to us and helping us to understand that this blessing of the Lord is not something created in this world. It is created before the foundation of the world. You have chosen us to be a blessing, Lord. Why you have chosen us? Not only to give your salvation, not only to receive your forgiveness from our sin, not only to take us to your heavenly places, to be with you, Lord, in heaven. But you have chosen us to have all the blessing in this earthly life. You have chosen us to give the eternal life. You have chosen us to know that all of my blessing is being finished. All of the works for my blessing is finished, is completed. I must not be careless. I must not shawl fought, Lord, fall short to enter into that blessing. But I must always be in a position to stand in that blessing. Now all of this good blessing is kept in Jesus Christ. Now that Jesus is my Lord. How many of you want to say that? Lord, that Jesus now is my Lord and Savior. That Jesus lives in me and I live in that Jesus. Therefore, let me tell you, my friend, your blessing is well secured, is well protected. No matter how much water, fire, you know, troubles and problems and situations you have to come across, no matter how many people talk about against you, stand against you, you will always have God right there in you to lead you, to bring you to that wealthy place. Father, we thank you for helping us to understand your word this morning, your blessing, that you have kept us a blessing and we will continue to be a blessing, Lord, that all of this God's blessing is prepared for us before the foundation of the world. Let each and everyone who are here believe this truth, Lord. Let them believe it. Let them speak over their problems. Let them speak it over their challenges. Let them speak over every people that they discourage them, O oh God. Let them know, let them, let them be confident that I am blessed before the foundation of the world was ever formed. In Christ Jesus, all of my blessing is kept secured and protected. And we are all in you, Jesus. You are in us. 
and we will every day have all of your blessing in every area of our life. Father, I pray and I bless each and everyone will experience your blessing in each and everything that they do and go through. Continue to bless them. Continue to take them to that wealthy places. Show them the good success that comes through you, Lord. Help them to inherit great levels in their life, great heights. Let them climb up to great heights. You help them to, Lord, climb up. You establish them, O oh God. Let this year be a remarkable year where every day God will bring us into that wealthy place. Bless your people. Bless every work that they are about to do. Bless the offering and the tithes that they have sowed it into your kingdom in your church. Bless them. Continue to take care of all our need. Continue to give us good health. Bless every travel that we do. Continue to protect us. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. And everybody said together, Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Be majestic dominion both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.